Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Stella Ray Herself podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Don't forget to screenshot this or take an aesthetic boomerang or pic of you listening in your car, on your hot girl walk, on your TV, etc. I love seeing where you guys listen. Or just take a screenshot you know, of it and post it on your story, tag me. I love seeing who listens and thank you so much for all the support this past week and just of all time. Okay, so I'm actually pre-recording today's podcast because I will be back home with my family um, the week that this is going to go up and y'all know I gotta stay consistent with my content, but we still have some really great topics to talk about this week and I'm just super excited. So let's just go ahead and get into it. Beverage check, y'all, it's about to be PMAS week for me. So when you're PMSing, it's really important to avoid caffeine and sugar especially with caffeine. I'm not a huge sweets person to begin with. Like sometimes I'll want something, but I'm, I don't really have a sweet tooth. <laughs> Just something like I can't even think of like what I would crave. Like sometimes I like really sour candy. Um, I can fuck with chocolate, but I have to be in the mood, you know, so sugar's not really an issue for me. But caffeine, y'all know I love my coffee. Um, and I notice specifically, you know, the week or two, week and a half before I'm supposed to start my period. Whenever I have caffeine, it just doesn't hit the way that I want it to. Like, I just always end up feeling that, you know, that like hyperactive, but also exhausted feeling that you can get when you're like over-caffeinated. Like, I will feel like that. So avoiding caffeine is important. So I have a mostly decaf black coffee period with a little bit of oat milk and then just my water comment down below your beverages i just feel like we're officially into summer now you know it's like been consistently warm the days are just so much longer my birthday is coming up so one of the topics that i've been asked to talk about is like the summer rebrand and y'all know i'm low-key i mean i'm just gonna say it and then we'll explain i'm like low-key the queen of rebrands if you've been following me for a while you know i've gone through many different phases both in vibes and aesthetically and i feel like i'm fi- <laughs> i feel like i'm finally i was literally just thinking about this too it was so funny before i even decided i was going to talk about this but i feel like i'm finally at a place where like i consistently look the same you know i feel like since last year low-key two years ago but i don't know sometimes i'll get those two year ago snap memes or instagram archives and it's like oh my eyebrows look way different but I feel like I look pretty similar to last year. So hopefully, because <laughs> you know when you just like look back at yourself a year ago and you're like, ew, my eyebrows were so bad. I did not know how to dress the way I do now. Like my makeup was terrible. My hair, I didn't know what I was doing. I feel like I would always feel that like until now. And now I'm like, yeah, last year I was cute, period. So with that being said, I feel like my rebrand vibes as of you know, recently, recently as in the past year or whatever, have just been so much more focused on the internal vibes and like just becoming the woman that I want to be, that I aspire to be. And I guess just getting back to my true 
self. I have the morning routine. I was gonna say the aesthetic morning routine. It's not always aesthetic, but <laughs> I have the morning routine. You know, I know my kind of overall outfit vibes. Like I'm not really pressed to like change something externally. That doesn't mean I don't like care about how I look. Like obviously I'm about to go get my hair done like next week. But you know, on one hand it's normal to just go through like different phases of like, I don't know your aesthetic or like, what do I like to wear? And so much of it can be expression and creativity. Um, but I think just balancing that out with also keeping a healthy, I don't know, emotional life or soul life, you know, just all the stuff that's under the surface and not letting, I don't know, how you want to appear or like your Instagram feed or, you know, how you're perceived to be a distraction to, I don't know, things like issues that you need to overcome or hard things that maybe you're avoiding because they're painful to think about. I feel like the rebrand can be, you know, just doing things for ourselves and, or should I say like the summer vibe and maybe it can be a rebrand if you want it to be, like depending on how you feel. But I feel like it's just about doing what we want, like doing things for ourselves, putting ourselves first and just kind of putting everything that we've learned into action you know i just always feel like summer is like when life really happens and i know a lot of people feel this way but you know i really feel like the winter is like where i'm like going over the year before and like learning things and processing things i feel like i have the least amount of memories in the winter because i just get very much in my routine and just like planning for the year and like doing stuff and staying inside and like blah 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 and then the summer is like, okay, life is happening. Like, what's what goals do I want to accomplish? What do I want to do? What do I want to experience? Who do I want to be? And then we're actually, like, putting it into action. So I feel, like, very excited for summer. Um, and I just feel like it's going to be fun. And life really, at least in my experience, has just been getting more fun. And I guess just better every year that I get older because I realize more. And I feel like every year I'm just, like that much more connected to myself you know I'm just that much closer to being getting to my full potential in the sense of like healing and having you know my life in balance in all ways and I don't know I just feel like that's my number one priority you know I just want to feel good and I want all aspects of my life to align and I feel like even just over this past year you know over the past six months I have changed a lot of things and it's already made such a difference so I'm just really intrigued to see what the second half of the year and again like this, it's always the second half of the year that I feel like okay this is like real life but I mean it really like it starts in the spring but it's like this is like okay <laughs> let's get our shit really together like we gotta live this out and I think also like the more comfortable you are with yourself the less focus you low-key put on just external stuff. Again, I'm not saying I don't care. <laughs> oh my god, I just like, don't even care. Like how my, how the physical orb that harnesses my soul, <laughs> the meat sack in which I inhibit while I'm living this earth life, <laughs> 
bitch i like to be a baddie okay i like getting my nails done i like being pretty i like having a cute outfit i like being cute so i'm not saying like oh my god i'm just so above that but i'm just saying like i feel like when you're more connected to yourself it's like just the less you care about it and the less you stress over it i feel like in the past almost i subconsciously thought of like a rebrand as like oh my instagram feed is going to be different or like and I mean, that's different if you're a brand that's literally rebranding, but like, you know, oh, I'm going to look different. Like I'm going to like change up my style and it's just things that are a little more superficial. And again, I'm not saying it's bad to care about how you look or like care about your outfits or wanting to change up your looks or like your style or anything, but it's just like making sure that's in balance with also like, is my life, you know, together, you know, do I feel good? How are the relationships in my life? Like, et cetera. So it's just about keeping that balance. So with that being said, on that note, I made this TikTok about getting ready for a trip, you know, like girls versus guys typically. And what started this was, you know, my friend and I were getting ready to go to Vegas and we're like planning our outfits and like whatever. And this TikTok came up on my For You page because you know they'd be listening to your conversations. And it was basically just this girl like getting, it was like everything I spent getting ready for my trip or something. And she was just showing her you know, her nails, her lashes, her brows, the outfits that she bought, she got a wax, she got her apartment cleaned, and how all of that shit was, like, basically the price of her trip. And so I made a TikTok just talking about, like, how true that is, and then, like, literally, I'm wondering, like, what do bros do to prepare for a trip? Like, I feel like they literally just get their hair cut and, like, maybe buy, I, I think I said, like, maybe buy a new pair of shorts or something, and, like, that's it. And I mean, I know some bros, and when I say bro, I mean like, you know, straight, like the straight bros of the world. <laughs> um, I feel like some bros are a little more bougie than others. You know, some bros do get their nails done, their feet done. You know, we all know a little fashion bro in our life. <laughs> but I feel like in general, like bros, it's just like like that classic, you know, when you're getting ready for a date, you got a new outfit or you just put on a really cute outfit. You do your makeup, your hair, you tanned the night before. Maybe, like, I don't know, you just do all these things and the bro just shows up, like, <laughs> hopefully not in basketball shorts, but, like, you see the the difference. And it's not like that TikTok of mine really blew up or anything, but, you know, there was a few people commenting and most girls were relating, like, oh my god, that's so true, like, yeah, bros don't really do anything, we have to do so much. But then there were, of course, also people who were like, who says you have to do all that? <laughs> no one's forcing you. <laughs> I don't do that. And it's like, okay, well just say you're not a baddie like fine like whatever but a bitch like me I need my nails done I want to be tan I want to have my outfits together like <laughs> so then that just got me thinking as well because you know I just had my whole spiel about like oh you shouldn't have to care about like or you don't put so much emphasis on like your how you look and your external image and then I go and say this um but I think it's like yeah okay no one's forcing me to and it's not like you know the trip is going to be shit if I don't do these things but I thought of this article that Emily Radjowski posted on both her IG story and Twitter a few months ago. It was the beginning of May. Um, and it's this article from the New York Times. I believe I talked about it on this podcast. I don't remember, but I think I did. And it's called The Feminist Case for Breast Reduction. My body has been objectified for as long as I could remember, so I decided to change it. And she's talking about, you know, obviously getting a breast reduction and she just talks about plastic surgery, you know, is plastic surgery feminist, etc. And a quote that really stuck out to me that Emily... Is it Radikowski or Radijowski? 
Well, the quote that she posted and that also really resonated with me is, it seems clear to me now any feminist position on cosmetic surgery that doesn't take women's relationships to their own body into account actually objectifies them. And this just reminds me of what I low-key always say about, you know, plastic surgery or anything like that. Like, not that I think it's feminist or even necessarily empowering to, you know, get your boobs done or get a BBL or even like get filler or Botox or anything. Like, I'm not going to walk around saying, I am so empowered because I got to make this choice for my body. When it's like, you're just falling into patriarchal and societal stereotypes of like what a woman should look like. But, and I think I even said this last week, like it's not, like that is like a, a result of the bigger issue That is not like the problem, you know? That's not the root of the problem. That's a side effect. So when people just go around like shaming women, shaming people for getting work done, that is not effective. And that's just going to create more people to hide what they've gotten done, to not be transparent out of fear of being shamed. And ultimately, the thing is, I can tell you firsthand, you know, pretty privilege is real, (laughs) That's not what I was going to say, but pretty privilege is real. And it's just like the more you fit into society's mold of like what beauty is, the better experience you have. You get treated better. You get more free shit. You People want to be nicer to you. You know, when you're out in public, you're more likely to get into the club. You're more likely to get things paid for. You're just going to have a better experience. Cardi B talked about getting illegal ass shots because she saw when she was a stripper, you know, she saw all the other girls with huge asses making way more money. So as soon as she did that, she made more money. And so to also just ignore or deny that that's part of the experience, like you're going to have a better time existing when you adhere to beauty standards. It's like... You got to take all these things into consideration. But no, people just want to be haters saying, you're so fake. You're so plastic. You just get so much work done. Too much. I like my girls natural. As in like a natural bee and like a perfect body. And, like, <laughs> and then you're just going to shame women for being natural. So it's like you really can't win. Um, so I'm never going to like promote getting work done or promote surgery. But... I do think when it, you know it's a topic of discourse, we need to take into consideration all the sides. And it's like, well, why do women get surgery? Why do we spend all this money before a trip to get our, our brows done, our lashes, our tan, our nails, whatever? It's like, it's not like we just woke up, like women just decided to wake up and like, yeah, this is what we're gonna do. It's like, it it's the result of something. And we do feel better when we do it because we're like treated better and i'm not saying that's like good but it's just like facts and that's the experience that we have so i am going to have a better trip when i feel my best and part of unfortunately being my best is like looking the prettiest that i can (laughs) which is low-key like the most adhered to beauty standards and, you know, maybe this, maybe you don't relate to this at all, but I just know that it is, it is the experience of a lot of women. So, yeah. And then also, and I know I've talked about this before as well, and this is kind of different than like getting ready for a trip, but it's like people talk about women's bodies so much. So often it's the same people who are saying like, oh, you should disclose if you get work done. 
blah, 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 um, who want to be on Twitter, like critiquing women's bodies, critiquing celebrities' bodies. You know, men and women will do this and like just analyzing their bodies. And it's like, this is just the world we live in. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it's right, but like people are going to pick apart each other's bodies and just, you know, point out everything they think is wrong with it. Oh, did she get work done? Did she not? And it's like, do you realize this is like part of the problem? Like the fact that we're like making it such a thing is like what drives women and people to have insecurities and want to change them. So circling back around, let me know, do you prepare for a trip or not? (laughs) Oh my God. It's just like ridiculous. Like people... It's always like that one person that's like, well, I don't, I don't do this. I don't get ready for it. Such a, it's like the pick me vibes. I could never wear that much makeup. I don't know how you do it. I could never spend that much time getting ready. I don't know how you do it. (laughs) I could never be one of those women who shows my body off. Like, I don't, I just don't, I don't relate to that. So does that make you feel better about yourself? Like, okay. Anyway, so what's the takeaway from this? Um... I don't really know. It's like, I guess, be mindful. And again, having your life in balance. Like, it's okay to be a baddie. It's okay to put on some lashes. It's okay to fake tan. It's okay to get your hair done. Um, And then also, like, this is not... This is just, like, a funny observation. But you know when people, like... Okay, so there was this TikTok. It was actually a really good TikTok. This older older woman was talking about how she let her hair grow out. So her hair was like this really pretty, like silver gray. She had long hair too. And she was like talking about why she decided. Just like people are so dramatic. Like she was like, like I was just at the beauty salon getting my hair done one day. And I just looked around at all the women getting their hair done and how we're just like robots in a factory line trying to perfect ourselves. And it's like, bitch, sometimes you just have a little grow out and you just need to go get it done. (laughs) I was going to say because you have an event coming up, but really just because... Like, is it really, like, always that deep, you know? It's just, like... But, I mean, happy for her, period. Um, And I think, also, all of this just goes in... Like, when I say, oh, the solution is to shut the fuck up, I I think what I mean by that is, you know, veering more towards body neutrality rather than body positivity. Um, Because, you know, body positivity is, like, yes, period, queen, get those... Look at your tiger stripes. Oh my God, yes, girl boss. And it's like body neutrality would just be like, nothing. <laughs> okay, your stretch marks, great. You don't, great, whatever. And it's low-key, like, sometimes body positivity gives me the vibe of someone commenting under a pic. Like, I love your confidence. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean by that? Because <laughs> subtext... Well, you actually look horrible, but like, I'm so happy that you felt comfortable posting this. I would never. (laughs) And with all this being said, like, I'm not, I just like, this is stuff I think about. I'm not saying like, oh yeah, I myself am completely free from the shackles of beauty standards and caring about how I look and like, I don't know, having insecurities or like, yes, I am 100% in practice of body neutrality all the time. Like, no bitch, it affects me too. Uh, But this is just things I think about and things I observe, so disclaimer okay so also i wanted to talk about this briefly but i know it's like the topic is just like so especially at this point because i'm pre-recording this i know at this point the topic is just so burnt out but i just have to talk about it and like okay the whole kim kardashian wearing marilyn monroe's dress and how there's like 
photos now of like, oh my God, the dress was damaged. And like so many people are just like in uproar about how this dress was damaged. I'm like, why do you care? Because number one, it doesn't affect you. (laughs) Number two, this dress was in Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. And this is the thing I don't get. It's like, okay, yes, there's like history in, you know, white people and Europeans, you know, going to other cultures and stealing, you know, their artifacts and bringing them back to, you know, whatever their European country is and like putting them in museums and like, oh my God. Um, Or like, oh, we're discovering this when really you're just taking from a culture. Um, This is like two white women. Like, it, like, I would get if people were upset about, like, oh, she's wearing this, like, historical dress that's, like, from this culture that's not her own and, like, that has so much historical and cultural significance. And, it, oh, my God, it's damaged on top of that. Like, that would be, like, a different story. But it's really, like, these are two women who were, like, you know, known for being in Hollywood. The dress was in fucking Ripley, believe it or not. Like... Why do people care? And people are like, oh my god, the history. And I think part of like what makes Marilyn Monroe such a such an icon is like that she was very over sexualized and you know known for her body and known for her sex appeal and with that you know experienced a lot of shame and slut shaming and all of that, which Kim Kardashian also does at this time. So it's like I'm sure these same people would not be like <laughs> such a Marilyn Monroe fan or like not fan but like sticking up for her so much if this was like back in the day because even now like if a woman you know flaunts her body or whatever like we're just so shamed for that it's like so if in however many years uh, the new it girl decides to wear one of kim kardashian's dresses like are people going to be like as upset you know like oh my god this has so much historical significance kim kardashian like but then, as we can see at the time, people are just shaming her and like, oh my god, you have a sex tape. <laughs> You're a horrible mother. And it's like, people just like don't use brand. And it's just like on top of it all, it doesn't affect you. So why are you mad? It's like, who cares? Like, <laughs> just, I don't get it. Obviously, I'm sure Marilyn Monroe's estate had to approve this. Bro, fucking the museum had to approve this. Like, it's fine. like, why do you care? Like, And again, it would be different if it was, like, a dress from someone else, like, or another culture or, like, but it's, like, it was, it's literally just, like, another white woman who was famous in Hollywood or, like, you know, famous, but, like, who was in Hollywood. Like, I don't, like, why why are you so triggered me? But, yeah, and I just say that, like, not because I'm, like, oh, my God, I'm such a Kim Kardashian stan. Even though I feel like I've been talking about them a lot recently. But I think just with the new show and everything, I just see a lot of articles about them or TikToks. And just, like, there's a lot of discourse. And I just feel like what so much of what they represent it can be, like, broken down into topics that are, like, have a more significant meaning. It's not like I'm, like, oh, my God, I'm such a fan. Not that I'm, like, not a fan, but I don't know. So I would love to hear your thoughts. Like, were you bothered by that? I just think, like, what bothers me about, like, them getting so much hate is, like, so often it's just so fueled by, like, misogyny and sexism. Like, 
obviously, if you're going to critique someone for valid reasons like cultural appropriation or, you know, stealing from, I know like some of their designs have been stolen from other artists or designers and like black designers without getting credit. Like those are the things you need to be critiquing people on or like, you know, oh my God, she's a billionaire, like hoarding wealth (laughs) or even like, you know, not disclosing when you've had work done and, you know, saying, oh, it's just from working out when like, obviously it's not. Like those are all valid things and I'm sure there's a million other things you could validly like critique someone on. But like when people just hate on them or any female, period, any other female celebrity and then it's like, oh, well, because she has a new boyfriend, she's a whore and a terrible mother. And because she said on her show that's fun and trendy that she was DTF because of the BDE, she is just a disgrace. It's like, what and especially throughout you know her whole divorce kim's whole divorce from kanye and you know kanye's rampages that he was going on and just seeing you know how much hate kim got like oh well you're the one tearing this family apart you know you need to stay with him and it's like that that just seeing that that happens and that that you know a woman of that much status and wealth can just experience the same not not the same thing completely but like just that same kind of vibe it's like then think of all the women who experience you know that kind of relationship or that kind of like emotional abuse who don't have access to that much just such a representation of how the world views women and especially just women who show their bodies are sexual (laughs) whatever which you know a lot of us are oh my god you have sex as a woman like as a grown woman like what it's like what year is this babe like oh my god so i'm actually not that this is like the greatest segue i mean it is but like feels weird to go from the kardashians to this but just on the topic of like feminism started a new book y'all talking back by bell hooks in this collection of personal and theoretical essays Hooks reflects on her signature issues of racism and feminism. Among her discoveries is that moving from silence into speech is for the oppressed, the colonized, the exploited, and those who stand and struggle side by side. A gesture of defiance that heals, making new life and new growth possible. Super excited to read this. Y'all know I read earlier this year All About Love by Bell Hooks. It's so funny because I feel like that book got so trendy. I had seen a couple people read it. Maybe even just like one person read it before I read it and then all of a sudden it seemed like I was seeing it everywhere it was so funny that book's really good um I would say so far this book seems a little more dense than that one but it definitely has strong ideas and I'm just really excited to finish it so let me know if you've read this or if you've read any other of her books I've only read all about love and I know she has quite a few others So I'm excited to read this one and then hopefully read another. So we're finally back on the book wave. I know I was talking about for a while. And this is not even the book. I know I was talking about. I was telling y'all. I kind of seemed like I was taking a break from reading. But really it's just because the book that I wanted, which is When God Was a Woman, it's still on hold, bro. Like that that book must be a hot commodity or they just don't have that many copies. (laughs) So this one was available within like a week of putting on hold. So shout out to that but yeah also announcement (laughs) i did in fact purchase sex and rage by eve babbitts 
so good and i think just the vibe of because basically it's a novel and it's about um this girl from la and you know she wants to be a writer i feel like it's loosely based like on eve babbitt's or like parts of it have to be from her own experiences she ends up going to new york so the second part of the book is like based in new york and i'm going to new york soon so i was like bro i need to like bring this book with me like i need to like read it on the plane like i just need to have it so i ordered that yesterday so y'all know these days when i buy a book it means it's good something i get asked a lot and that you guys asked when i most recently posted it on my story of like oh what should i talk about on the podcast is basically how to make new friends as an adult and how to meet people the question specifically was how to meet guys like how to meet people to date so i asked you guys on my story what has worked for y'all but before we read those i just wanted to give a few thoughts on like my own experience number one and i actually saw a tiktok that kind of backed this up and once i thought about it i was like that's so true i wish i could find it it was like a while ago it was not like i saw this tiktok and decided to talk about this it was like a few weeks ago i don't even know if i saved it she was basically talking about how you don't need to date traditionally to like find someone in the sense of think about like you know so often we meet people through mutual friends through i don't know something that we go do like i don't know if you go to church you know we meet people at school we meet people at work and those are just like natural connections I can literally think of like pretty much all the friends I have that are in relationships, they met through mutual friends. And they, that's not to like discredit anyone that's met on a dating app or whatever. But I think often, especially because these days we have access to dating apps and just like, you know, online dating, even like Instagram and whatnot, there's low key this pressure of like, oh, if I'm single, I need to be doing that. I need to be dating. I need to have a roster, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, if you're feeling exhausted by that, you don't have to. And if you don't, that doesn't mean you have to give up hope on dating. And you know, if you don't want to do the dating app thing, if you don't want to, I don't, I think that's also part of why I don't really like dating apps is like, I like to have someone that like, like, I don't know. It's like, if you meet through mutual friends, you like kind of have like the reassurance, like, okay, like, I know a little bit more about them than if it's just like a complete random from a totally different social circle that I know nothing about. It's just like a little, it feels safer to me. And also, I don't know why I just thought of this, but I've seen also TikToks of girls on the East Coast, like in New York specifically saying that the dating culture is so different there and people will like go on dates. Like people will like go on multiple dates a week and it's just like very like, everyone's on the same page. It's like, okay, let's like go on a date. I forget what she said about it in LA, but it's like so just like, it's like a lot more slow paced, which just like is the stereotype for the West Coast in general, you know? So let me know, I guess, what is you, like, where do you live and what is your dating app experience? Yeah, I just don't, I just like don't, I just can't, bro. And then it's just like, ugh, what if someone I know sees me on there? And I'm just like, I don't like it. Like, I just, I just really don't like it. I think the only way I'm gonna go on it is if I'm, like, in a different city to, like, meet people or find out, like, I don't know, what's popping tonight or whatever. But in LA, hell no. Then I'm gonna find you on Instagram and we have, like, 30 mutuals and it's just, like, <laughs> I would say just, like, 
say yes to more opportunities and if you're like me if you kind of like have some social anxiety low-key it can be scary to like go somewhere where there's going to be like a lot of people you don't know or like oh if someone invites you to like their little kickback but it's like I don't know anyone there it's like those are the opportunities where you have to be like yes fuck it I'm gonna go like and just kind of take the risk because that's how you end up like meeting people and when I think about like certain people I've met I mean friends and like bays low-key it's like bro if I just if I had said no to going out that night or like going to that event whatever it was it's like I wouldn't have met this person and then it's sometimes like I wouldn't have met this person then therefore I wouldn't have met this person and therefore I wouldn't have met this person like when you like track it back like that it's like wow and that all just came down to like me saying yes to that plan so sometimes you have to take the risk and then also I think just being mindful of where you go out I've talked about this before and I feel like this has been one of my huge awakenings of this year is just like okay like if I want to be in like a healthy relationship it's like bro I am I gonna find that at this like venue with all the like scammers like no like yeah lol but like if you're trying to like actively find new friends or like find someone to potentially be in a relationship with it's like you low-key have to like be a little more selective about like the type of places you go and just asking yourself like if i had a boyfriend like where would i want him to hang out at and then like go there but i think also that's part of like what i was talking about earlier with the summer rebrand is like doing things for yourself and from that, not being afraid to do things alone. This is where like solo travel can come in such handy and just using that mentality in your own city, you know? And I try to tell myself this all the time. I'm like, I can stay at home, okay? Like, <laughs> like I really can. So just like pushing myself to just, you know, even just like go pick up food from a restaurant that I haven't been to or whatever. Like, not even necessarily eat there, but just, like, going to pick it up. You know, you take a new route. You're in this, like, new place. You never know who might be sitting there, who might also be picking up food, who might be sitting at the bar. People always say, oh, Whole Foods is a great place to meet a guy. It's like, I need some, like, evidence. Because people always say that, but I've never heard a story of, like, someone being like, yeah, I met my boyfriend at Whole Foods. So, are y'all just, like, I feel like people just see, like, a hot guy at the grocery store and run away. And then they tell everyone, oh my god, yeah, that's where you need to be. <laughs> Did anything come from that bitch? Like, no. I feel like last summer was the first summer that I started just, like, doing more things alone or, like, showing up to places solo or, like, I don't know, like, leaving by myself, you know, like. And it does allow you a lot of freedom to just, like, talk to different people and, like, just be on your own time. And it's like, okay, if I'm not feeling this, I can just leave. So I guess it comes down to just getting out of your comfort zone. And again, this goes for relationships and friendships. So now I just want to read a few of the ones, a few of the submissions that y'all have. This girl says art classes. My mom is always telling me to take a class or like, she's always like, well, why don't you do an activity? So low key, okay. Dating apps, Bumble BFF. Let me know if you've used Bumble BFF. I've only heard, not horror stories, but... The two people I know that have used Bumble BFF, they both had like bad... Well, I guess one of them had a good experience. But two people I know have had bad experiences where the girls were just like so mean. <laughs> but I mean, that's like two people. So let me know if you've used it. Work, local recreational sports league, something easy like kickball. That's smart. See, joining like an activity. 
Because in school, you know, you have those activities. And, you know, you're going to the same place every day. You're in that community. But when you're an adult, and especially if you, like, work from home or you're, you know, an independent contractor, you're not, like, going somewhere every day, seeing the same people, whatever. Um, it's like, where am I supposed to go? And that's why people would, like, go to the bar or go to the club because that's, like, a group of people that you can be around. EDC, Coachella, walking your dog at the park <laughs> or bars, Instagram. Literally met my fiance at the club. <laughs> this reminds me of Nicole Richie when she was like, I met my husband the old-fashioned way at the club. <laughs> so true. Mutual friends, yes. Facebook groups, sports, alumni groups from college. Multiple people are saying work. So see, it's like you don't need to be like dating like on a quest. I mean, if you want to do that, do it. But it's like if you're feeling burnt out from that and like don't want to do that anymore and you need a break, it's like... You don't have to give up hope. Like, it's not like that's the only option for finding someone or meeting someone or even just finding friends, you know? The beach, this girl says, I go by myself mostly. The gym and work. Yeah, the gym is another place where, like, you know, you you see, you go, you're, like, with a group of people. You usually say this, see the same people a lot or there'll be, like, new people. Um, with that being said, though, like, I always hesitate. <laughs> And I was told once, like, this lady was like, well, you live in an apartment building, right? Like, do they ever have, you know, like, mingling events or, like, whatever? I'm like, they do. But the thing is, like, with the gym, low-key with work, (laughs) with meeting someone in your apartment complex, it's like, then if it doesn't work out, you have to see them all the time. Or you have to, like, fucking readjust your schedule to avoid them. And it's just, I mean, yeah, it's like. Sometimes you just have to take a risk, put yourself out there. You never know what could work out. Now saying this all out loud, I'm like, do I just, (laughs) do I just not want to be happy? I'm like, well, I don't like online dating, but I also don't want to meet someone, you know, through anywhere that I go because like, then I'll have to see you again if it doesn't work. (laughs) I think it's just about being like open and saying, fuck it, low key. Okay. Low key, the most important thing is just having a strong relationship with yourself. Because when you're confident in yourself, when you feel comfortable and confident doing things alone, going places alone, going to the beach alone, going to eat alone, you know, just exploring something new, part of your city by yourself, like that's, and you're just in that good frame of mind of like, I'm, I'm not doing this because I want to go find somebody or like, oh, I'm, I'm doing this, but I feel like lonely like oh I wish someone was better which like that's normal to feel but like when you're in that good just confident energy like I'm doing this because I want to I feel like that's when you like attract the most magical experiences or just like I feel like that's when you're most likely to meet someone that you're really gonna vibe with because you're like vibrating at your highest level and like you're just more likely to you know talk to a stranger or compliment somebody or like say hey do you come here often (laughs) you know those um videos on tiktok where the girl will she's like usually on the beach or something and she'll just like pick up guys and it's like a hidden camera she (laughs) and like it's like a it's a prank bro but (laughs) she'll just be so bold like she will just walk up to guys and it's like obviously this is like for a video but just i mean assuming by the guy's reactions it's not fake like (laughs) i guess you never know but they always have like good reactions like they're always like wow like like they're smiling they're happy they're like flabbergasted they're like oh my god like this girl just came up to me asked for my number she's like hey you i need your number in my phone right now um it's like bro i would never 
I feel like I would never do that. Like, I'd be so scared. Um, but it's just, like, proof that it works. So it's just, like, once you cultivate that good relationship with yourself, anything is possible. So comment down below, where do you meet people? Whether it's friends, whether it's dates, etc. Where have you had luck in the past? What hasn't worked out for you? And yeah, so I feel like that's low-key all I have to talk about. There is a Cancer New Moon on Tuesday, which is, you know, the time for manifestation and putting those good vibes out there for the new upcoming month. I am so excited, y'all, for July because, you know, I'm going on my little trip. It's my birthday month. It's just like the peak of summer. So definitely write down your manifestations, your affirmations. And as far as the new moon being in Cancer specifically, this says change can be gentle. With the new moon in Cancer, we're prompted to enter a new reality that promotes self-preservation by releasing limitations and old structures in a reality that are no longer serving us. Your feeling of safety is now related to your home, family, and related activities such as cooking and gardening. Due to your rich emotional manifestation, you can create a real sense of belonging in the world. So set those intentions, y'all. Set those manifestations. And let's just plan how we want this next upcoming month to be. So thank you so much for listening. I love you guys so much and appreciate all of your feedback and comments and just input on whatever topics I discuss. So let me know what you want me to talk about next week. And I will talk to you guys then. Bye, everyone.